I'm your host, Tajay, and welcome to Positive Growth, where we discuss the challenges of life in a relatable way. Rise and shine, my lovely listeners, and welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the show. I feel like by now, you guys are expecting a welcome back, and you might be singing it with me, and if you're not... Sing along, I promise you, you'll feel great. Happy Friday and welcome to another week of positive growth. For this week's episode, um, I just wanted to do a get to know me episode since I feel like some of my listeners don't really know me too well. So I wanted to dive into some basics about myself as well as some questions that I have been asked that I feel would be cool to go over in this episode since There aren't really questions that I would make a full episode about. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. For starters, my name is Tajay Valentine. I currently reside in Sacramento, California, but I was primarily raised in the Bay, San Jose to be exact. Some people don't feel like San Jose is a Bay, but I don't listen to them because they sound like haters. I feel like it's definitely part of the Bay, and I'm not going to debate you on that topic either. I was born on May 17th, so that makes me a Taurus. I was really close to being a Gemini, which isn't anything bad. Geminis get a bad rep, but I really like Geminis, and that might be because of my Gemini moon and other Gemini placements, but I love them. My favorite color is teal. Anybody that knows and loves me knows that my favorite food is tacos. I can eat those all day, every day, seven days a week, 24 hours of the day. It does not matter. And I love music. Just listening to it, I don't make music, but I just love listening to it because it puts me in a really good mood. I primarily listen to R&B and rap, but... Um, I do venture out and listen to other things as well. So that's just a little intro into Tajay and some of the basics. Now let's get into some of these questions. Someone asked, what are your hobbies? I have a couple of hobbies. I really enjoy reading. I've loved reading since I was able to read, actually. I think I started reading when I was three or four and yeah I just really love reading it helps me use my imagination and it is another way that I can learn about new things I enjoy reading true crime thriller mystery self-help books educational books almost anything that I can that will provide me some sort of entertainment or that I can learn from I enjoy reading I also love dancing, just being able to move my body and have fun. I just like doing that too. I was on the dance team at my high school for two years and was able to take ballet, jazz, and hip hop classes, so that was really cool. I did really enjoy that. What are you passionate about? I'm really passionate about traveling and going to concerts and festivals. For traveling, I really like seeing new places and being able to explore 
and see the difference between where I live and other states. Primarily, I like going to different places so I can taste their food. I, <laughs> but when I plan my trips, I follow food pages that are really good in that city so I can plan where to eat. So that's one of the big reasons why I really like traveling and just the experiences. For concerts and music festivals, I just really love music, like I was saying before. So it's really important for me to experience the artists and listen to their music live because it's just, it's different than listening to it on your headphones or speakers. And it's just really fun being in that moment and yeah, I just really love it. What is your goal for life and how are you going about retaining it? My biggest goal for life is to have peace of mind and I've been doing that by having boundaries, removing people and things from my life that don't provide me peace and in turn cause me trouble. I've also been spending a lot of time with myself and getting to know me so that I know how it feels to be peaceful in my own presence so that I know how it feels to be peaceful in other people's presence. Um, Another goal for my life is to be comfortable being myself. I spent a lot of time not truly being me because I didn't think that I would be accepted because um, when I did show parts of myself that I usually kept hidden, it didn't really get accepted by said people but that could just mean that they weren't meant for me and you know I'm starting to learn that so (laughs) I'm trying to be more comfortable with myself by holding myself accountable being honest with me and cultivating peace which goes hand in hand with the other after being such a private person what makes you want to share your story What makes me want to share my story is that I have found that I come across a lot of people that have been through similar things as myself, and when I actually do open up to them and tell them my viewpoint and what I have been through, I find that it really helps them to feel seen, and it allows them to have someone to talk to to also feel heard and I feel like that's really important to be seen and heard because there are so many people out in the world that feel so lonely because they don't feel like anyone can relate to what they're going through but trust and believe there are so many people that can relate to everything that you're going through and I feel like it's important to have a platform to discuss that and to give those people and myself a voice how do you hold yourself accountable I really don't have a foolproof way of holding myself accountable because it is still something I'm working on. I admittedly haven't always been accountable, mainly because I always like to be right and I don't like to fess up to when I'm wrong because it makes me feel defeated when there's really nothing wrong with being wrong at times. But one thing that's been helping me be accountable is by being honest with myself and 
treating others how I would like to be treated. So if there's ever a time that I'm having a bad day and I'm going off on somebody, I have to take that pause and come back to them and say, you know what, I'm really sorry. This is not your fault. I'm having a really bad day. You didn't deserve that. By doing that, I'm holding myself accountable and taking ownership of how I'm treating somebody. When it comes to myself, I like to keep a list of things that I should be doing throughout the day. I know that I don't like adhering to a set schedule because it makes me feel really restricted. So what I do is I just list out the things that I plan on doing, I check them off when I'm done, and I celebrate. And by celebrating, it puts that in my mind that I'm doing a good job. And so it makes me want to do it more and more and more until I have a set routine. So by sticking to that, I'm able to better hold myself accountable for future things. What are your boundaries? Why did you make them? And how do you keep them up? One boundary I have is do not disturb time every day. Well, mostly the weekdays after I get off of work, I put my phone on do not disturb for about two hours. So I'm not responding to anything anybody says. I'm not scrolling my phone. I'm not watching TV or anything like that. It's just a time for me to reconnect with myself. So I either work out, I read, I dance, I listen to music, I write, anything that keeps my mind going but not in social media or television because I feel like that keeps me really distracted and away from what I should be doing to be a better me. Another boundary I have is that I'm not going to do anything that I don't want to do. So saying no more and not feeling guilty for saying no, which I discussed in my second episode. That has been really hard for me since I'm a people pleaser and I like to be there for people and say yes for any of their needs. How I keep them up for my do not disturb time. I just put my phone on D&D. I don't look at it. I put it away. And I also let my closest friends and family know about my do not disturb time beforehand. So it wasn't like I was ignoring them because I could at least give them a heads up about it. It was really rough at first because it felt like everybody still felt like they were entitled to my time. So I did have to remind them, you know, this is my do not disturb time. I'll get back to you when it's over or when I'm available. And they really respected that. So it's become easier for me to uphold that boundary. As for saying no, I try to think about whether or not I'm doing something for another person or I'm doing it for me. If I really want to do it or if I'm doing it because I feel like that would make them happy. And that's how I gauge that. If I'm doing it to make someone else happy, then it's an instant no. I mean, sometimes I would like to make someone happy. You know, I'm not saying say no whenever you're doing something to make somebody happy because there are differences to that. But For the most part, if it's not something that's filling me up and is instead depleting me, then I'm going to say no. 
And I made these boundaries so that I could have peace of mind because I felt like I was, I, I never had time for myself. I felt like I was always doing for others and I was running low on energy and getting really agitated and I didn't want to be like that anymore. So I instilled these boundaries so that I can keep the people I love in my life, but also love myself. So that's why I feel boundaries are really important so that you can have them set up for yourself so that you can have that time for yourself, give that love to yourself, but also keep the people that you love in your life. And if they don't respect your boundaries, then that's not the person you need. Do you have any insecurities? I have... Yeah, I have insecurities. I feel like there are a couple that outweigh the others. One of the major ones is I'm really insecure about my acne at times. I've had acne since I've been going through puberty, so like elementary school. It's something I've dealt with for a while, and I felt really insecure about it because, you know, kids are ruthless and they make all types of rude ass jokes about how somebody looks. So I definitely got clowned on that and it really made me feel like I didn't look good or I wasn't good enough. I tried everything too to clear up my acne. I tried birth control, retin-A, natural home remedies. Um, different things I just came across, I was trying it, like everything. I even (laughs) used to um, blend up potatoes because it has like a bleaching agent that will lighten hyperpigmentation marks. It does work, but it's a lot of work to do it. And 20, like for my New Year's goal for 2018, I really wanted to take control of my skin and get it clear because I was really fed up with having acne because it caused me to not want to do a lot of things. If I was having what I considered a bad breakout, I wouldn't want to hang out with anybody. I wouldn't want to go anywhere because I would feel really self-conscious and I was tired of doing that to myself and missing out on things. So luckily I was able to find a wonderful esthetician in Sacramento. Her name is Devana, and she changed my life. My skin has never looked this good. I've been going to her for, I believe, three years, and she's turned my world upside down, and I really thank her because she has given me my confidence back and has helped me feel more assured in myself so if you are someone that does struggle with acne and you're wanting to make that change i really recommend seeking her services i will link her instagram in my bio so that you can look at her page and make any bookings that you want to see what she offers one thing i will say is that her books fill up really quickly because she knows her shit. so you really have to get on that Another one of my insecurities are my stretch marks. In my past relationship, I gained a lot of weight. Like your girl was pushing 
almost 200 I was thick thick and I'm normally around 150 160 so with that new weight gain I did develop new stretch marks and that was really hard for me because growing up a lot of dudes were like oh stretch marks are gross this that and the other but it's like stretch marks really aren't it's just a natural part of life when your bodies grow sometimes your stretch marks appear your booty gets fatter maybe you'll get some stretch marks your thighs get fatter maybe you'll get some stretch marks and that's what happened to me but with my stretch marks i've been trying to get myself used to them by just being comfortable in my body and knowing that it is normal and something that is really cool i do follow a lot of body positive instagram pages so it's really nice seeing women with bodies like mine and it helps me realize that it is normal and that there's nothing wrong with stretch marks all right and the last question for this episode is what are some of your biggest challenges and how have you worked through them One of my biggest challenges was losing my dad when I was only 19. It was a very unexpected loss and I, for the longest, didn't deal with it in a healthy way. I was, I wasn't allowing myself to process his death because I felt like it meant that if I processed it and I let it go, that that would mean I was letting go of him. So to get through that, I finally got therapy and getting therapy, my therapist really instilled in me that how I felt was normal and that there are healthy ways for me to still honor my dad and that processing his death doesn't mean that I'm letting him go just that I'm accepting of what is and that doesn't mean that he's not here because he will always be here but that I shouldn't have to hold on to that and hurt myself more than I need to be another one of my challenges was ending my most recent relationship it was really challenging for me because at one point I really thought that I would have married this man and had his children and it was really hard for me to accept the truth of the matter of the kind of person he was and I had to come to terms with the fact that this relationship wasn't healthy for me and it was very abusive and it turned me into somebody that I wasn't. And if I kept on going with this relationship, then it would lead to a lot of trouble and would get really ugly. So I had to be honest with myself and look at the facts to realize that I couldn't continue going on with this and feeling how I was feeling because it was making me um, withdraw from my friends and family 
and they could see what was going on but I didn't want to realize it until it came to a point so that was really challenging for me I do plan on talking about this relationship in a separate episode so I don't want to give away too many details but I will say that it was really really hard for me to end that relationship I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I really want to continue with listener questions whether that be questions you have about me and things that I've gone through or if you have questions that you're wondering and need help with about yourself. I would love to answer those questions so please feel free to DM me on my podcast page. I do have that in my bio or if you know me personally go ahead and send me a DM on my personal page too. I do want to continue with these questions so thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on for future episodes. And to keep up to date and in the know, please follow Positive Growth, the podcast on IG. Talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thank you.